What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Music Corner of Riff State Away. It's Omni. It's your boy, Trent. And I'm Sebastian. And today, it's time. Finally, year-end episodes are here. We're doing it part one of three, as we do every year. Uh, the best ofs, the worst ofs, you name it. We got it. Uh, and this week, we are starting with the best songs of 2023 uh yeah it's it was a year most definitely um kind of like how we how at least i've been saying oh we'll go around even with this one just like since we're in the year end, we'll give it like a final take of the year just to kick things off here i don't know personally i thought this year had its moments it had its high moments for sure but like for a big, big, big majority that we didn't even cover, it just felt so fucking mid, unfortunately. And it really sucks because, I mean, like, last year, and I would even say 2020, it just felt like boom, 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 boom. Like, every week, or at least every other week, there was a banger after banger, and it just, like, made it even harder and harder to make these lists. But, like, this year, I mean, like I said, there are still the good ones here, and... I know it's somewhat positive enough for me. It felt like it was easier to make my top list, but like, that's also kind of like a bummer because I kind of like the challenge of actually having to like figure out which album or which song even goes where, but like, I don't know. I guess there just wasn't really much of a challenge this year. It was like pretty obvious what the favorites were for me at least. And I was just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever it is what it is, but you know, not every year can be the best, but at least we know for us personally, what was good and what was bad. But um, like I said, going around real quick, Trent, what did you feel about this year? So this year overall, um, I think, especially in the beginning, I know we all said it was kind of ass. Um, <laughs> but I think, I feel like it it got better. I mean, we had highs and lows throughout the year. Um, shout out Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Yo. Um, <laughs> yeah, it... It, it was a lot of mid, um, a fair amount of bad, but also a fair amount of good. So I feel like towards the end, it was definitely a decent split, but there was a lot of lot in left in the middle, which is unfortunate. So hopefully next year is a little bit better. We can find some good albums. Uh, I haven't heard anything about a lot of albums coming out next year, but I guess we'll see. We will see. I'm keeping an eye out. And whatever you find, let me know. We'll do the thing um yeah sebastian how about you what'd you feel about this year i'll start off by saying it was a grower not a shower type of year um girth year (laughs) yeah i mean the girth year of our lord um yeah i i felt like in the beginning i had very similar thoughts and i obviously i i'm like oprah when it comes to giving out good scores you know, y'all know I I just I love anything that's music related, but obviously I have my uh my ones I don't like as well. But I thought this year was gonna be like, okay, uh here are two really good albums, and then the rest of the year is going to be extremely monotonous. And I'm glad that wasn't the case. I, I am genuinely fucking glad that was not the case. I mean, the albums in my top I would say like my top like eight or nine this year i know i should just say 10 but overall my top like eight or nine like are irreplaceable in my mind regardless of if all of them are tens or like moved down or up in rankings since you guys have last heard i i'm just i'm happy that this year was not like a complete blow off i mean drake only released one and a quarter projects i consider that an improvement upon some <laughs> aspects um you know, we AJR didn't even make an album that was bad enough to crack a uh, top 10 of mine. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, you know, it was a good year for some things. I I also feel like artists that normally don't get my attention actually like fucking just flew under my radar until last minute. And I had to I, I probably had to remake my top 50 this year more times than I have in any other year. Because I just feel like I kind of like I I needed to listen to these albums more and more. That's why I, that's why I let off by saying it's a grower, not a shower. Like most of these albums, you barely hear you heard me talk about, 
and now it's like, oh shit, yeah, no, these are kind of like fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a year in music that happened. I'm happy that it happened. I wish it could have been a little bit more consistent in like the heat. But you know what, man? Just like all, just like all good fermented cheeses, it just takes time. It just takes time, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, that's it. <laughs> there you have it. Hell yeah! It's been a year, and uh, without further ado, I think it's time to get into these top ten songs of 2023. The, the tunes, the actual new tunes, not even albums. The tunes in the people like you. Um, so without further ado, we will have Trent begin with your favorite songs, top songs of 2023. All right. So mine's a little wacky this year. I have picked, um, my top 10 songs. And I also have, I also did, I did a top 20 really. Uh, but I have 10 honorable mentions because there was a lot of songs that I liked more than just albums this year. Um, so Starting off with these honorable mentions, uh, at number 20, we've got Shade Astray by Invent Animate. It's a great song, really great album as well. 19, Step a Pig by Danny Brown, JPEG Mafia. Hey. Absolute banger. Um, sad to see that it was this far down on the list, but at least it still made honorable mentions at top 20 overall. Uh, 18, we've got Die Rise to the Gr- by To the Grave. Another banger. Uh, 17, The Death We Seek by Currents. Another great song, great album. 16, Lux Eterna by Metallica. Little story with this one. So I I know I liked the album. When we hit, I think I give it an 8 out of 10. And then I dropped it down after having a re-listen or a few re-listens. And then I went to go see Metallica recently, and that completely changed it again. Because Lux Eterna Live is absolute fire it's such a good song live like if you're one of those people that didn't like the album or didn't like lux eterna or if darkness had a son or any of those singles that came out if you go see metallica live the shit's absolutely banging it's so fucking good uh 15 moving on we had anunnaki by silent planet that album i know i wasn't on that episode um but i really really like that song it's really really fucking cool uh, 14, The Apparition by Sleep Token. 13, Hammerfall by Crown Kingdom. That's uh, Brandon's band. They put out that demo this year. Absolutely amazing song. Uh, 12, Motor Spirit by King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. I'm not even going to try and say that album name. Uh, 11, we going out here with The Man, The Myth, The Legend, Lil Wayne with Titty Boy. <laughs> Absolute banger. Going into the number 10, this one, I I had to change up my top 10 a lot because I had like a bass one and then I was like, fuck, I like this song better. And like, I probably spent like three hours sitting here trying to make this top 20. It is, it was, it was a little rough. Um, And that was just on like first initial like listing songs that I like this year. And then just a few more days of moving them around and shit. But at number 10, we have Never Die by Nas and Lil Wayne. Absolutely amazing album by Nas. And this song really stuck out to me, mostly for the Lil Wayne feature, but also I think just all of the lyricism in the song and things that like they say in the song. I think it's amazing. Um, what was it? That was Magic 3. That's right. And that was the album. Um, but yeah, Never Die, I think... I. Th- Think I can't remember if I said it on the podcast or not, but that was my favorite song overall on that album. A lot of really, really great songs, though, but Never Die 100% made it up there. Number nine, Acts of Kindness by To The Grave. Fucking absolute banger. I think it's it's probably I think either that or, or Die Rise and then Red Dot Site as well. That one didn't make my top 10 or top 20, but Red Dot Site as well is really good. Um, but Acts of Kindness really, really stuck out to me from director's cuts because the fucking pig squeals at the end are just nasty. Absolutely nasty. Um, and I love that breakdown. It's it's really, really good. And uh, the whole, like, the, the guitar work on that song is immaculate. Um, they do this weird, like, slide harmonic in the chorus or in the, in the pre-chorus. Um, and it just... 
it's a little funky. It's fucking sick. At number eight, we've got RN by the boys Joey Valance and Bray. Fucking amazing. All over. Like, how can you make a Pokemon reference, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure reference, and a Tyler the Creator reference all in the same line? <laughs> Fucking great. Um, and this it, this album overall, it's hard to pick a song that was my favorite, but I, I, RN made it to the top because I listened to it the most. Um, but yeah, it absolutely fire song shout out to them they i think they did an amazing job with it like we said you know they're coming out here swinging you know being the modern day beastie boys and you gotta just love it it's great great shit number seven was dynasty by brand of sacrifice also another one uh that was hard to pick because i liked that whole ep i thought it was a great ep um let's see you had Oh, let's see here. Let me pull it up really quick. What was the EP called? Between Death and Dreams. Yeah. Because Exodus, which I think was the first single. Yeah, Exodus was the first single. And then Dynasty came out. I think I loved Exodus. Absolutely great. But after a few more listens to Dynasty, it definitely stood out to me. So great job by Kyle and the rest of the band. Fucking moving up in the world. Gotta love it. Number six, we've got Rain by Sleep Token. Mm. This was one of the songs that I didn't like when the album came out. Because uh, I know I gave it a 9.5 initially because I said there were a few songs I just didn't like. But Rain, after almost the entire year of listening to the album a lot, uh, it, it stood out to me because it's, it's such a beautiful song. Um, all of the, you know, like slower moments in the song with like, You've got like a choir in the background at some points and just gets really slow. And then you just get hit with some heavy guitar shit and it's pretty fucking based. So Rain by Sleep Token number six coming out with a top five for you. The hardest to pick for me. Actually, it was pretty easy. Now I'm thinking about it. It's pretty easy to pick this. Uh, number five, Living in Tragedy by Currents. Uh, fucking just fucking awesome. Uh, the... The chorus, um, we're talking about like, you know, don't want to make my own nightmares. I think it's really, really cool. Uh, and also the the breakdown is one of my favorite breakdowns of the whole year. Um, and I can't, oh, who's the singer occurrence? I can't remember his name right now. Oh, um, uh, that's a great. Thing. Like you would know. Yeah, I was like, I know you would know, Nate. I can't fucking remember his name. Is it Brian? I think, I think his name is Brian. That sounds right. Yeah, Brian Willie. Brian Willie. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian Willie. He, um, when we saw Currents, like he was like such like a, a nice, humble guy, and it's funny because like he was like, oh, you know, thanks for coming out, you know, early and seeing us, all this stuff. And it was just like when we went and saw Kyle, and we met him at the merch table, and he's like this humble guy. He gets on stage, he's like, all right, motherfuckers, let me see this pit open up. <laughs> <laughs> Like bro, you're play, you're playing you're playing flag the wave. Like it's just immediate drums in the intro. Like you can't be this nice humble guy and then just. <laughs> but no, living in tragedy. Um, God, I I think it it almost made my top five on my Wrapped. I think it was in the top ten at least. But it it is my favorite song off um, the Death We Seek. It's it's a great song. And honestly, I'm happy that Currents put out another banger album. After um, oh, what is that album called? After the way it ends, because the they're, way it ends, consistent. I know they're consistent. I, yeah, fucking amazingly consistent, which is crazy that they can be that consistent. But because I know I didn't like the way it ends originally, and I don't remember why. Because we, that we covered that one, didn't we? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I figured we did. That was in my top that's, twenty. That's, I fucking three years ago, bro. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But no, uh, oh, they put out an instrumental version. Oh, that's cool. Mm, I didn't know about that. Um, yeah, I think the only album I haven't listened to them is uh, The Place I Feel Safest. I think it's the only one I haven't listened to. But no, yeah, Death We Seek with uh, Living in Tragedy. Absolute fucking banger. Number four, really no surprise here. Take Me Back to Eden by, by Sleep Token. Uh, 
it's it's a great way to really bring the album into its closing part with Euclid. Uh, I mean, you've got like nine minutes of like three different transitions into different styles, and it's just it's done so perfectly. Um, the fuck what anybody says about this album, it's fucking awesome. But this song especially, Taking Back to Eden, so well done. Uh, and after looking into it about like how it's like about, you know, the relationship and stuff like that, and like this is like the, the culmination at like the end of it, it's it's so beautifully done. Uh, I love the little rapping bit. It's it's amazing to sing in the car. As bad as I am at singing, but it's amazing to sing in the car. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking absolutely amazing. Coming in at number three, uh, Nobody by Avenged Sevenfold. I know this is a controversial track because <laughs> it, because it was the first single out and everyone was like, what the fuck is this? This is not, you know, the shit that we've heard before from Avenged Sevenfold. This is garbage. Like, what happened to the shit from the stage? Just like this year, um, it's a grower. It's a grower. It is a grower. Life is But a Dream is a grower album. And I, I will stand by that point. Uh, unless you're me, and I loved it uh, immediately. But Nobody, the first single that came out, it took it took the Discord by storm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because it was just so weird and, and proggy and experimental. And... And it worked. I, I will say, I think I, I think I didn't like nobody when it came out because I listened to it and watched the video. I was like, what the fuck? And then I listened to it a few more times and I was like, okay, they're trying something new. It's fine. And it, and it really, really grew on me. But nobody is a great song. Uh, I, it was really hard to choose because I would have put like uh, either game over the intro track, Mattel, we love you or beautiful morning. Um, all of those are amazing songs, but nobody really took the cake here because of, of it being the first single and that first introduction to what we were seeing with their new style. So shout out to them. Great, great song. Number two. Uh, this is an interesting one, and I know we talked about this, um, and and I did decide, I think Sebastian and I both decided to do this, um, well, with a different thing. Um, but we did we talk about this before because I talked about this with um, with Pain Remains, how I put Pain Remains one, two, then three as separate slots last year when they were technically only like one oh, continuous yeah. song. Yeah. So with number two, I have Deep in the Willow slash Everything is Quiet Now because it technically is one song. It is, but it's a weird thing. So like, I can move it, you know, two and three, but both of them are amazing. Uh, by the one and only knocked loose motherfucker. Um, I know I don't do that justice, but <laughs> you know what a what a what a crazy crazy singles to put out this year. Uh, and I really wish we would have gotten an album. But if that's if all they're doing now is singles and EPs, I'm gonna be a little upset. I think they're they're cooking up an album. I'm pretty sure they fucking cooking. they fucking better be, dude. They fucking better be. I need, I need more arf arfs in my life. Um, <laughs> but no, deep in the middle, everything's quiet now. Crazy ass video for one. Absolutely crazy. With the whole. Like a... Yeah. Oh, no, no. Sorry. I was going to say it looked like a uh, like Stanley Ford Coppola movie. <laughs> no, but it's it's such a wild video. Like the the whole like. I just want to. Just, I was gonna say straw hats. <laughs> um, the people, the straw or hay faces, whatever they are, you know, running in to come get them, and like all the weird clipping shit they use with the camera. It's so cool. And then obviously when he says "knock loose, motherfucker," that's a really cool moment. Um, but everything is quiet now. Is going down as my best breakdown, of, like favorite breakdown of the year, because like the callback to um, you know, I was visited by death. Everything is quiet now. Uh, so cool. I love how they just do that. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to talk about death all of the time <laughs> and, and say fuck it. Um, you know, everything is quiet now. Really, really, really amazing. So I bang that out all the time in the car. And it's one of those things where, like, if everything is quiet now, will come on. I'll skip back one song, put Deep in the Willow in the queue so I can get both of them. That's smart, though. I get that. I, mean, yeah. I did the same thing with um 
like the album with the weekends Don FM last year with uh how do I make you love me and then uh take my breath because it just yeah. like transitioned so well transitions together. in yeah I, I did the same thing with pain remains I'm like pain remains three will come out I'm like I gotta listen to the first two parts hold on <laughs> like, sorry guys this is happening <laughs> yeah it was happening but no it deep in the middle everything's quiet now great fucking singles and I'm happy that I took my number two spot but at number one my favorite song of the year the summoning by sleep token fair uh, no surprise at all i'm pretty sure there uh it's an amazing song i didn't even know it was a tiktok thing um the uh the ending bit where it turns into fucking sex funk yeah it is man it, it is just it's just sex um but it's so good. Like, I love the the little, like, whatever that is in the intro. And it kind of reminds me of The Grudge by Tool, where it has that little, like, little thing in the intro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The little, like, it's yeah. kind of like a, uh, I, I was going to say, it's like an intro. But no, like, it's, it's like, like an intro. Oh, shit. It's like an, <laughs> like, something's opening up. Like, it's like an opening. Yeah, it's like, and then it just, it's so chuggy. And then it turns into a sugar. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it turns into Michelle. It's so chuggy. Um, and I Vessel's vocals through the entire thing. Like, you know, he's got we, we see like some of like the cleans. Um, and we see, you know, those like low and high um shit that he can do. And then you get sex. Um, and it's good. It's real, real fucking good. It was it was a toss up between what was going to be the summoning and possibly rain. Or take me back to Eden. Both those are hard to pick which one was gonna be my favorite. But after I saw Spotify wrapped and the summoning was my number one, I was like, that's understandable. Like, so I'll put that at number one. Um but no, fucking it's it's a fucking great song. I'm glad I didn't see it on TikTok first, because I think that probably would have ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Vessel and all the boys in uh Sleep Token, thank you for making the summoning. Thank you for making sex. <laughs> Thank you for inventing sex. I Thank you what... for inventing sex. People before 2023. <laughs> <laughs> don't know where we would, we would be without sex. Don't know where we would be without sex by Sleep Token. Oh, God. Hell yeah, that is that is my top 20 songs. Um, if you agree with them, if you don't agree with them, let, let me know in the comments, because I know some of them are a bit out there. Let's um, Instagram page at the music corner of state. Yeah, at the music corner of states. Come talk to us. Go for it. Hell also, yeah. another thing I have to apologize for because I, I I thought about this. Uh, I know I said it earlier in the year that there would possibly be a Discord server open. It's not open yet. Uh, I'm working on it. The guy I was working with uh, to make it a thing. Uh, he got into some stuff that he had to handle um, with work and family stuff. So hopefully in 2024. We'll have a, disc, a working Discord server that you can join and come talk to us about music and and stuff like that and do other shit. But yeah, because that also reminded me of like saying like, oh yeah, come talk to us on Instagram. Like, yeah, you could just do it on Discord, but I gotta wait on that. Gotcha. Hey, nah, no problem, no rush. We're working. We're we're, we're we cooking. Let them cook. Let them cook. Hell cook. yeah. There you have it from Trent. Top the top songs of the year for him. Moving it along to Sebastian now. Your top songs of 2023. Let's hear them. Theoretically speaking, I could just make the whole entire top 10 10,000 Gex by 100 Gex because there are 10 songs on the album. Um, But uh, I'm not going (laughs) to. Yeah, I mean, it's already easy. Pain remains. It's too easy. It's too easy. Um, but no, I, I was just, I was just looking at the, uh, I was looking at all the albums that my songs are on and stuff. Uh, and it was just really funny that I noticed that 10,000 Gex had 10 songs and I'm like, oh shit, I could have just done this and just called it an easy dub. Uh, but no, I'm not going to do that because obviously you guys, you guys want to hear hate me, whatever about like the songs I'm picking because I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front. It's actually, it's pretty different this year. Um, yeah, this, uh, let's get on with some honorable mentions. Um, sorry if I sound bad, uh, congested AF. Uh, honorable mentions, Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red, and Demons. Uh, I like these songs the most off the album. Uh, seeing her live definitely was awesome. Uh, she had a fucking, she had a fucking orb weaver. 
on uh, the stage with wild. her. That shit was crazy. Dude. And she was actually screaming it. You know, I'm like, you know what, man? Like, who else doing this shit? Like, she got she got everything, man. Like, I was I was just so happy. Paint the town red as well. Very catchy, very anthemic. Um, I think it's definitely both these songs are like the most cohesive narrative wise on the album because I told you how I was not a big fan of how the whole album played out, but I'm happy that we got these two songs. Um, Killer Mike, scientists and engineers with uh, Andre Three Stacks. Uh, it's it's such a good song. Uh, I love Andre's like crazy robotic uh, effect he's got going on on his voice while he's rapping, and he's like he's rapping on like the off beats. Uh, it's like some AT alien shit, and I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, another one, Pearls by Jesse Ware. I love this song so much. I, if it wasn't like such a throwback and it didn't really add anything new to pop music. I'm not saying like any song should to be on this list, but like it didn't feel like it was like that different from a song I would hear in the 70s, which obviously that's what she was going for. And she succeeded with flying colors, but definitely a fucking banger of a track. Uh, her voice. Oh, my God. So beautiful. Like when she goes up into that, like really high octave for like, oh, my God. Soprano who? Uh, <laughs> she's really good. Um Another one as well. Uh, I I don't know, man. I think it's the Fantano. I think it's the Fantano hype. I I think it is. But uh, I kind of I like. I wouldn't say this is like an all time favorite. But I just wanted to shout out Ski Yi. Um, it's like the closest Are thing. You I'll fucking get to kidding me? Listen, listen, it's not. It's not in my top ten. It's not there. Okay, it's not even in the top twenty. It's but a I mansion. It's a mansion. That. It's a mansion. Shouldn't even be that. No, listen, listen, listen. Okay, it is the closest thing I will get to crunk in like the modern year. <laughs> okay, Jesus. like if I'm not in a fucking like club with a lean cup in my hand, like if I'm there, I want to hear this in the modern day. So thank you, thank you, sexy red. Um, hope the baby uh comes out well or whatever. Uh, so let's go with the top ten officially now. Is she, is uh, she pregnant? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh I shit! I didn't know boy. that. NBA Young, what is that true? I think so. it, it's some, it's it's him or another rapper similar. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I could be wrong. I I don't know. I got some weird sources sometimes, and I see shit, and I'm just like, oh, that, I, I don't know. That's headcanon. Now. So I was gonna say, like, some people are saying like it's Drake, but it's like, okay, we know that that's just that's like publicity. Drake. That's just publicity and marketing and shit. But yeah, I, I do not say, hear like, Young Boy. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I've heard I've heard some things. So maybe it's Young Boy. If it is, I will laugh That's my ass funny off. As fuck. <laughs> uh, because I I don't I, like nothing in particular with NBA Young Boy, but like uh, the whole podcast, we have been just sharing Young Boy memes all the time because they're <laughs> never not funny. Um, <laughs> started with the fucking digging a hole versus digging a hole like a Young Boy fan. So uh, that one's boy. great. Uh, but yeah, uh, going into the top 10, uh, number 10, God, or whatever you call it by Sprain. This song is a descent into fucking madness. It is like 25 minutes long. It's got so many different parts. There's like these really crazy discordant sounds going on. And at the end, it's like, I swear to God, like the singer had to be like going through some like Corey Taylor in Iowa type shit where he's like, it feels, it feels like he's like in like a fucking um salt like a deprivation tank or something and he's like constantly saying i can't sing if you're not looking at me and he gets like more intense with it as it goes and he and he, he starts counting and crying and screaming and it, yeah it's fucked up i love it um it's great this is like it's I, i'm not gonna say it's like you know, this is not very listenable for, like, 90% of people, but, like, this scratched the, like, the juju itch that I had earlier in the year yeah. that I thought would stay. And this this song came out of nowhere, and I'm like, man, they could have just made this whole album just this song, and it would have been, like, in my top 10 albums. Um, it's It's so good. It's just this really, like, just, it just abstract, crazy, just form of expression and sadly we probably won't get that ever again from this band because they are not together anymore 
Um, but hey, this song was fucking great. Number nine, uh, we got Deep in the Willow slash Everything is Quiet Now by Knocked Loose. Uh, yeah, I I really liked the Francis Ford Coppola movie with Knocked Loose. It was great to watch, and the music behind it was also great. Uh, Brian Garris coming in screaming, just absolute maddening type of lyrics going into this. Um, I really enjoyed the part where like they were like trading off vocals and there was like I it might have been the bassist because I think he's the guy who does the oh time you know they're like really like low shit yeah, all the it's time. The bassist. Uh, there was another dude that Oh came no sorry in. it's the guitarist. My bad. Oh guitarist, yeah. Uh then there was another dude that comes in he was like you dial oh no da 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 and like uh that part was pretty cool. I, I just love the back and forth of it. Um I I like the breakdown in both of these songs pretty pretty fucking great both uh, obviously, Brian Garris, he was visited by death again. Um, he left a card this time. And, uh, with yeah, hopefully, yeah, with Bloodlust signed on it. So, uh, hopefully we get to see death again, and, uh, hopefully they will come out with an album, because this made me hungry. I'm hungry for more Knocked Loose. Uh, number eight, Sunset by Carolyn Polachek. It was really, really fucking hard for me deciding if I wanted to have Bunny as a writer, Sunset, or Dang by Carolyn on this list. And I think I'm going to go with Sunset. I think that's, like, my final. This is the only one that could switch, but it's going to be a Carolyn Polachek song either way. Um, This song, with the Spanish guitar intro, with the really beautiful vibrato on her soprano voice, like, oh my god, I have just never never seen like just such a beautiful layering in like pop music up until this point uh it's just it's so good uh and then she did an npr and i'm like oh shit you are this controlled as a vocalist live well fuck me now i have envy in the best way possible uh she is just so good so charismatic so just angelic on the microphone and it's like the sweet somber song about loving someone and they feel like a sunset because they're so warm and inviting and oh god it makes me gush i love how i love how this comes after uh knocked loose and sprain but it's it's great i love it so much such a such a good song from a fucking brilliant album number seven uh i feel like this one is like kind of low in the rankings considering where it is on my top 10 albums i'm sorry i'm spoiling shit but y'all already know uh, Leaving the Light by Genesis Wusu. I thought this was a great, like, leading single off the album. I loved, like, the really cool uh, synth bass and being that do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And I was caught, and I was leaving the light. And it was, like, fucking, like, it's just so frantic and, like, David Byrne-esque in, like, the best ways possible. And it's so new as well. Um, Genesis is, like, super violent whopping like rounded vocals are just so fucking awesome and energetic and seeing him live too on top of it was really awesome and he was like right in my face screaming it and i felt his like spit just coming off of his mouth and onto my forehead i'm like fuck yeah this is great um i love it uh number so number uh sorry about that number six we have One Billion Streams, God in the Mosh Pit by Little Darky. A uh, Little Darky, my bad. Um, this song is so fucking great. I was watching a Finn McKenzie video about him talking about like some of the songs that he really liked from this year, and he brought up this one. I'm like, wait, I'm a Darky fan. Why did I not hear about this? And he was like, yeah, this is basically like him celebrating his uh, One Billion Streams on Spotify. And I went to go listen to it. I'm like, oh, cool. It sounds like it's going to be a little bit more metal-based than before. And yeah, oh my god. I love the screams on this. I love the the humor as Little Darky always provides. I love just the rawness of this as well. Like, I just... Uh, it's so cool. And then even um, even some of the like subject material is a little bit deep, too. You know, he's like, why do I have to look and act a certain way to do the music that I do? Because he's a uh, Southwest or Southwest, he is a uh, Southern Asian, so he's like Indian descent, and a lot of people kind of disrespect the way he flows, the way he raps, the way he presents himself. 
because he's that and not a stereotypical rap kind of look or vibe. Um, and I I think he does a really good job of making that message very poignant and then also just going ham as well with the anger, with the just the absolute just ferocity. It's just it's awesome all around. Uh, number five, Running Out of Time by Paramore. This song has one of the most catchy and anthemic choruses of the whole year, and I have not been able to get it out of my head since it came in. Uh, Haley Williams has just such a awesome voice for this type of track. I love just like the really like saucy delivery from a lot of her lines. Um, like when she when she was talking about like, um, oh my god, just like the reasons why she's running late in the song. Sorry. I'm not feeling super good, so I'm trying to get through this at rapid fire, but she's not, uh, she's just not, like, she's just doing a good job. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, number four, we got Uncle M by Young Thug. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought in the year of our Lord 2023 that Young Thug would be on a top ten of mine? I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know, man. I didn't know. And Uncle M came out of nowhere. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, this is 50% Young Thug and 50% Metro Boomin. These two collabed and made one of the most just fire fucking songs out there this year. You know, I honestly can't. I I can't even tell you what the song is about. Um, I I think it's about like being like, just like a cold-hearted killer, cold-hearted dude absolute just like you know black air forces on and i'm just like you know the world is my bitch kind of attitude i think that's like basically the gist of it i don't even need to tell you if it's like a good subject material because the song just fucking bangs um and i, I apologize normally I, I talk a little bit better about songs but like i, I don't there's there's nothing really say i mean like the choir beats that just hit on every word um the fucking like really cool sped up slowed down and like backwards uh vocals in the beginning like it's just super ominous and also young thug's delivery it's like super like it, it's super it, it just doesn't sound professional but like in the best ways like when he does like um in an island and i was what i'm like why is this so goofy but yet he's making it fit so well on this hard ass beat like, maybe that's, like, the Young Thug experience that I didn't get until this song. But, like, man, I, I get it. I get the hype. Free Young Thug. Um, Number three. Shut Your Bitch Ass Up, Muddy Waters by Scaring the Hose. It had to go somewhere, and it's here. Um, Again, the bass hits in the beginning. That burrow, 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 followed by the... Uh, or, uh, sorry, beginning with that, like, sample, like, shut your bit, and just, like, going right into that. It's such a really cool swell. Um, Danny coming in really hard in the beginning, uh, super awesome. Uh, JPEG as well on that beat switch, just riding the flow like no other. It was just an awesome song. Um, it just, it's so cool, honestly. I, I really like... Just the switch ups. I really like how technical it is. I also love how bombastic it is. It's cool. Like I, I honestly thought about putting Garbage Pail Kids or like, um, what was the other, what was the other one I really wanted on here? Uh, Perfect. Uh, I thought that one also was really cool too. But like, I think I think Shut Your Bitch Ass Up just really had the just like rawness that I was looking for from this album. Just really well packaged uh number two down by law killer mike yeah i this song has not left my mind yet it is so so what an opener oh my god like it is the best album opener uh okay no no sorry my number one is but this one (laughs) is like it's definitely like up there with like one of the best album openers i think i've ever heard at like, least on a rap album. At least on a rap album. But, like, even then, I don't know, man. Like, Killer Mike was swinging. Like, full force. Like, I mean, like, he was knocking it out of the fucking park. 
his fucking like endless delivery, his flow didn't seem like he was running out of breath at all. He just felt like he could spit for days. Like unlike me right now, who is running out of breath trying to talk. Um, yeah, he was just doing a really good job. Sorry, I sound like a geriatric right now. Um, I'm trying to like get through. I'm drinking water. I just, I just feel like shit. Um, but yeah, down by law is great. CeeLo Green coming in on that tail half. Oh my god. Oh my god. It sounds so good. It's it's so Atlanta, as the song says. It is so Atlanta. And it is just oh my god, it's so good. It's the closest thing that like I would say to like a perfect song on this list, other than number one. Dumbest Girl Alive by Hundred Gex. Oh yeah. So I know I kept saying all year that Billy Knows Jamie is, like, my favorite breakdown of the whole year. And I think it, like, went the hardest. But, like, Dumbest Girl Alive is kind of a fucking, like, eye-opening track for me. Like, I I can't believe I, I fangirled so hard listening to 100 Gex this year the way I did. And it's all because of this song. As soon as I heard it, like, I was like, oh my god, a THX theme? What the fuck is this gonna be? And then it, like, comes in with this fucking new metal guitar passage and these, like, sarcastic and fucking tongue-in-cheek lyrics. Oh my god, it's so good. It's the internet. It is It is YouTube poop. It is everything I want as, a, as an ADHD, possibly on the spectrum dude. Like, that's like this is all I need in life, and it's great. Uh, the music video, awesome with Dylan playing that really fucking busted ass guitar. Oh god, it's so good, and it just the gunshots as well, and it just leads into the rest of the album with just the biggest high ever. It's like starting on like a slide, but like the top of the slide is a top thrill dragster. <laughs> like you just. <laughs> dive bomb immediately like there's no it's just it's so good oh my god i i could talk about this song forever i don't even want to get technical with it it's just so fucking good if you haven't listened to this if you haven't listened to this album after you're done listening to this please hop on it it is so so good hell yeah good shit good lists good lists all around so far uh yeah guess it's my turn going over my favorite songs of 2023 my top 10 uh before getting into it though honorable mentions from me as well uh i have first king cruel's pink shell uh we gotta love my uh my, my mr frog from smiling friends sounding man from england over here uh, hello <laughs> hello but i'm not sorry <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I love like just like how deep his vocals are and then just how like low key and like you know just very dark themat like a, a very dark theme it seems like going around with it you know or maybe not even dark I would say more so just like alone like it just that whole album feels very alone and uh, it might make an appearance also in another list uh, 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 hint hint nudge nudge. Yeah, I can't believe you hate the album that much, but you love the song. I mean, uh, honestly, it was too dark for me. That's why I just had to throw it in there. Yeah. But, you know, I, li- I like the song at least. I like the song at least. <laughs> so there's that one. I have Yeats, None I'd Change, which is still probably the wildest thing I could ever expect for Yeat to do with just this badass electronic beats going on, you know, that's like very like like wubby i guess you could like put it you know and like a very you know a very catchy just a very catchy melody all around from yeet of all people is just insane to me still you know uh i also have eve's tumor uh eve's tumor tumor with a uh, meteora blues great track as well feels very like you know I don't even know. Like, it just feels very... I think I think for me, it reminded me... It doesn't sound like, but it reminds me of, like, a Lenny Kravitz kind of thing, you know? With just, like, a little bit more psychedelic to it. So, very cool there. Uh, Citizen, Can't Take It Slow. Very solid post-hardcore track that just it has a very, very catchy chorus to it. And uh, kind of, like, was the whole reason why uh, I kept 
full interest with the album as the first song I really wasn't vibing with. And then it followed up with this one. And I was like, all right, all right, we're good. We're good. And then album was just a steady, steady, smooth sailing from there. And then finally, uh, honorable mentions, Hosier's De Selby Part 2. The only song that I could say that I really enjoy, like, thoroughly from Hosier. It just is, you know, it's a great fucking track. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Definitely worth checking out for sure. Uh, but yeah. Those are my honorable mentions. Going into my top 10, though, starting at number 10, we have Currents Living in Tragedy. Oh, yeah. Just like Trent, this is on mine as well. Uh, That fucking song, man, is probably like one of the heaviest Currents tracks for one. Sick breakdown, of course, as Trent mentioned. But I also love in the second verse, like, you know, the progression of his, like, vocals getting, like, higher and higher with his screams. I thought that shit was fucking badass. And, like, I had never heard a current song with that high of vocals. Like, I I knew he could probably do it. But the fact that he did get to that high range, I was like, holy shit. And just the progression of this song is just insane. So, yeah. Amazing track, Living in Tragedy. Gotta love it. Uh... That's like actually the only one of the only metal songs on here too. So like you know, you, you take that as you will with how they. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that because actually, metal this year wasn't bad. It's just song wise, it wasn't like as catchy or memorable fully as this one to me. But hey, that's why I had to throw it in there. You know, uh, at number nine we have Killer Mike's "Down by Law" because yes, obviously, why would it I'm not open be open at the mouth? <laughs> foaming at the mouth i mean like yes what what can you say like just that intro just feels so old school first of all with like you know like, like the trumpets and just this very like spectacle of an intro and then like to have CeeLo green while canceled and probably like you know shunned from a big majority of the you know music community and everything he just has such a great goddamn voice on this song i'm like come on i can't hate this this is beautiful this is amazing this is uplifting and then killer mike just you know riding on the beat as he always does because it's killer mike i mean goddamn it is such a fun album well it's a fun album for sure but it's a fun track it's probably the most fun song of the year for me at least one of them in in, in rap I can, well actually no we're, we're gonna get to that one here in a minute we're gonna get to that one but there were some really fun rap songs this year and my god down by law is one of them uh number eight we got doja cat demons how my demons look I really fuck with the side of doja cat I really enjoyed seeing her just go on go full-on rap with Scarlet in general, but to like have just this like badass, like empowering rap track of just like, you know, just like a big fuck you to like, practically feels like everybody, you know, and like, you know, the whole how my demons look shit is just like so badass. I, and it's, it's laughable to me on the whole side thing where like, you know, Christian TikTok is taking it so literally that she's like the devil or like praises the devil. And it's just, it's so laughable. But like, if you have that, type of reaction coming from not just the community, but from anybody, you know, that you have a song here that is like, you know, it, it's something. And it's not like, doesn't have to be some weird ass Tom McDonald bullshit, you know, like it can actually be a legitimately good song with some damn good meaning. And, you know, if people are flipping that shit and making it just like, you know, mean something completely different when it doesn't mean that it's like, okay, you got something going here. So not to mention too, Doja is a huge troll. If it's, if you don't follow her on social media, she is a huge troll and it's just, it's even funnier. It's great. It's a great song. Gotta love it. Number seven, not an album, not part of an album this year, but fuck me. Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar's the hillbillies. Oh my God. This is the Yo. song. That is the song that was the most fun rap song. Like period. Like no, no disrespect to killer mics down by law. This one was the fun fucking track to have. Like, who was it again? It was, um, um, uh, Oh, fuck was it? Uh, oh, Boney Bear. Boney Bear. They used the sample of his, like a song of his, and just like, you know, made some very quirky beat on top of that. And then just the lyrics 
that like you know it's like i I can't even describe like the flow that they're doing because it's like they're rapping but it's almost like they're just talking too and they're just like you know being silly with it like kendrick is just being silly keem is just you know being keem doing what they do like literally the the song starts with i don't buy much i buy land bro cologne germany for mcdonald's every time i land bro (laughs) it's so it's so fucking good and it's so catchy and like i love the memes from it too where like it was like that um i don't remember the name of the movie specifically but like um uh, the, Sebastian, what did you just type? Killer Mike is like being in a southern black church in the hillbillies is living in southern Florida. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just thought it'd be, I, I didn't want that thought to leave my head. I'm like, that's kind of fun that these are like one's just being in like euphoria and the other one's southern Florida. <laughs> exactly. There's no other way to put it, too. Oh my god, I lost my train of thought, but like the oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, there's that, you, you guys know that, like, really shitty, like, ironically good, like, uh, that potato movie, like, the killer potato. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I don't know if you saw the video, I don't remember if I sent it or anything, but, like, there's, like, a, a fucking edit where, like, they're all dancing to the beat of the song and they're on the beat. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. That's how you know that song, too, is just fucking fire. Like, if you have not heard that song yet, check it out really hope we get a collab album or something next year from these two because my god i need more i am like craving more from these guys oh my god can't wait that's so good that's my number seven number six we have pink panthers another life this is the intro track to the new album that is just oh what can i say it's very much like hyper modern pop kind of thing i wouldn't say hyper pop but it's like hyper modern because it's like it has this very old school like early 2000s vibe to it you know and uh even like how like um we were talking about the album on whatever episode that was it's like you know the myspace era kind of like poppy bedroom pop kind of shit it's just so unique to have this sound in 2023 when back in the day back in the early 2000s this shit would probably have been popping off even more but another life is just like you know a very it it really captures like you entering this album this is like the perfect entry to this album and what you're in for it's like literally like you know some sort of like I don't fucking know, galactic ride into the album. And then, like, I don't remember who the rapper was, but whoever, like, had the feature on there, like, as quirky as his, like, rapping bits kind of sounded and just, like, like, it was, like, really, it was really catchy. And, like, Pink Panther's beautiful vocals and just that whole album is incredible. Uh, But, no, that song has just always been, like, stuck. The, 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 uh, The melody of the song has just really been, like, in my head very often. And it's just, it's so good. So amazing. Gotta love it. Going into my top five, though, at number five, I have Queens of the Stone Age, Negative Space. Talk about a song from a band in this year that I didn't even think would make it into, like, any sort of list. You know, because the album was good. I rated it well. I don't, it, it didn't make any, like, you know, in my albums. I will genuinely say it's not in my top 50. Uh, or even honorable mentions, but it's still not a bad album. But man, this song was a big grower for me. That's the theme, you know, girthy growth in this episode. Big old GG, if you will. Uh, with Negative Space, it's a very much garage rock sounding song for sure. Um, but I think what separates it from most for me is the vocals entirely because he's not really putting any effect that sounds like he's like, singing in the the next room you know like most garage rock bands sound like where just you know the microphone is on a stool in one room and they're singing in the other room like through like a broken glass window or some shit that's exactly how it reminds me of but this one is it's clear but it also has that rawness instrumentally that i really enjoy from garage rock if i even do find myself enjoying that style of music from any sort of band album song etc so I think they really captured that really well and uh, definitely a huge high point on the album uh, as well as having the catchiest chorus too on the album as well. Like obviously it's in my list, but in I'm kind of broken record here. I mean, all these have catchy choruses, I guess in some way or another, or at least catchy moments, but definitely a big one for sure. Hence why in the top five here, 
At number four, you already knew I had to throw in a Peggy and Danny Brown track. Which one specifically? Perfect. The first time I heard it, I was like, yeah, no, this is making the list. This is making like my song. Like, it's in my songs of the year somewhere. It's somewhere in the list. It is like so fucking hype in the beginning with the goddamn trumpets and feeling so much like you're like on the set or in a real life scenario of gladiator. You know what I mean? And like, you know, I, I guess you could say it's modern gladiator <laughs> where you have like this, like, you know, trumpets of like a show about to begin of sorts, like in a Coliseum. And then just like, you know, the beat drops with Danny being like, okay, okay. Uh-huh. I see what you're doing. And you just like, you, it's over. It's done. I see what you're doing. I do. I'm looking at it right now. I'm hearing it right now. And it's absolutely incredible. Definitely one of the best tracks off that album, for sure. If you haven't listened to it yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. I really don't. It is December 8th as of recording. Get, get, get the fuck on the album right now. Uh, at number three, uh, Paramore. Running out of time as well. I mean, come on now. Running out of time? Paramore? Jesus Christ. That song is... Like, I don't even, I think maybe in their discography, like probably the, like, you know, the catchiest one, I would say for me personally, at least like, just cause I know it's probably right now because it came out this year and it's so relevant in my mind, but like, it's just like that, like very simple guitar intro. And it just leads into like one of the grooviest, you know, fun choruses of I'm mommy running out of time. And like, you know, kind of like how like her vocals, like do like a little shaky like thing there in the chorus, I think it's like, it's so awesome to me. And it, she does it so goddamn well. It is a very tasty lick of a song. Definitely worth checking out for sure. Definitely the best song off that album as well. Absolutely love it. Uh, number two, we got model actress crossing guards. If you, uh, man, <laughs> bass wise, this album had it all with the bass moments i mean god damn this one too with just a it was just like fucking groovy just this very industrial dance punk anthem practically and you know even after after having seen them live in just like a small little like bar in fucking detroit and to like be like with people kind of like doing this like I, 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 it's, it's a mixture between like, actually like, you know, bopping, bop dancing kind of like back and forth in place and then moshing at the same time is the exact, you know, type of environment that I was with during this song even specifically. And I mean, there's just no other way to put it. It's groovy. It's amazing. It's, it's little, you know, sexually dark. I won't lie. It's a crazy song off a crazy album that is definitely worth checking out. Absolutely love it. But number one, number one, we got to give it up for the eepy ones, for the sleepy weepy ones, for the sleep token. Granite, though, this time. Granite is like, God, how do I, how do I even explain this? Like, the, the, the waves that you go through with that song, from like the little slow intro, like with the little synth, you know, kind of build up, I guess you could say. And then, like, after the first chorus, you know, it's very, like, melodic first chorus, it just turns into, like, a quick trap beat, you know? And just, like, you know, a little, like, a little rap flow going on from Vessel. And then we get back into, like, you know, a little bit of the, like, uh, the harmonizing chorus type of thing again. And then just a fucking breakdown, a beast of a breakdown to, like, you know, capture that bridge moment of the album. Actually, I don't even know if that would even be particularly the bridge part. I guess, like, you know, it would be the rap bit, but... Even then, both moments are very unique for the song. Off the album, too, of course. Like, it's such an amazing album. Um, and it just it has such a great progression overall. It is a... I mean, I guess, yeah, it's prog metal, sure. It's prog metal, it's alt metal, it's, like, you know, got some trap and R&B. And, like, I mean, I'm just describing the album. But, like, even that song, I think that's why I like the song the most. It combines literally everything into one song. Like, obviously, the album has its moments of just, like, pure metal, like, vor, or, like, you know, pure R&B, you know, pop, indie pop kind of thing with, like, do you do you wish that you loved me? But, like, Granite has it all. It throws it 
all into there and it just is done so fucking perfectly absolutely beautiful no disrespect to the summoning though because i mean hell we love sex we love sex around here and we cannot disrespect sex especially from vessel and sleep token but uh yeah that's my top 10 songs and even with that that is our top song of 2023 uh, no, uh, no, um, uh, recommendations today. Uh, we're, we're going to save that for next week when we have to get into the real shit of it all. Uh, just so we can, you know, cleanse our palates here. But you know what? The biggest recommendation today, check out all the songs that we have mentioned here, whether it's an honorable mention or an actual top song of the year, like check it out. It's been a good year with music still, you know, despite the little rant in the beginning there, it's still been a good year for songs for sure. Um, I would definitely say like, I know I said that like, you know, albums was like, you know, easier to pick. I would, I would say songs was actually like the hard one to pick though, for me, where it was like, you know, what place am I going to put this? Or like, you know, I, I had edited this one way more than I edited my, uh, top albums of the year, you know, list. So, I mean, Hey, that says a lot, at least, you know, we get good music in the sense of songs or albums every year. It seems like, you know, in one way or another, one is going to be the better of the two, and I hope it stays that way, or maybe one year, uh, well, I guess, you know, last year was kind of like that, but getting the years where it's like a combination of both albums and songs that are the best, definitely are the ones I look forward to the most, but time will tell with those as always, but that's going to do it with this episode. Uh, Trent Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been Music Corner for State Awaits, and we are signing out.